When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. I was a-bouncing and laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Daddy looking in his rear view, hoping that we just hang on. I'm Stuart Friesen, and you're listening to the Always Race Day Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Always Race Day Podcast presented by the Carlotto Group. I'm Connor Ferguson here with Damon Helgevald and Josh Olmstead. Uh, we're going to be previewing the Indy 500. We're going to talk a little bit of dirt. We're looking at the Coca-Cola 600 and a loaded, loaded, loaded uh, weekend of motorsports ahead of us. But first, we got to thank our partners at the Carlotto Group. If you have ever had a bad day like I have today and wanted to buy a car from the Carlotto group and put it in the river. I'm not sure which river is going to be the best option for you, but go and get you a car from those guys because I got to say it was a great way to take my frustration out and please no one look into that uh, any further. Um, But yeah, yeah, we're here. We're talking racing. Well, for a little bit at least. Damon's going to leave some, at some point in the podcast. He's got another charity thing he's going to tonight. Would you Always. say? Would you say you were donating a million dollars per goal that Vegas scores on Dallas in the next game? Always, uh, always supporting the kids and one goal at a time. That's right. Um, you know, um, if it's anything like the last game, it won't be too damn hard. You know what? Be broke. You know what? I will be. I will be one broke person. Just uh, it's going to be extremely, oh, yeah. extremely a rough, rough time for my pocketbook. You were uh, you were talking about that thing that comes out of the closet. What's that? I, they say it when you win like four in a row against a team or something like that. Oh, I don't have one of those out uh, no. currently. You yeah. don't. You should get it out. No, oh, come on. No, do your broom dancing. Like you guys were no, doing on Twitter yeah. on Tuesday. 
I, I I never once did a broom dance. That was a, old Josh. Oh, you liked you liked the tweet of damn right I did of of the said alleged broom dancing that counts I, as dancing with them. Just hey, you didn't start hey. the dance, you still win. Just because you had a shitty day yesterday doesn't mean you need to take it out on the rest. Oh, of I had us. a shitty day today. Today was much worse than yesterday. I don't know. For you had many, a pretty bad for many day. other reasons, but. Today's today freaking sorry. I've never woken up, felt like I got hit by a truck last night, and then for the next three hours wanted to be hit by an ensuing truck. Well, that sounds uh sounds rough. Don't know what happened. So your my condolences. That however, was all stars. <laughs> everything after that still sucked, but it was however different ways you, of sucking. You really should choose a better team to root for. Like one that wins. I by going up three goals to nothing before it's even halfway through the first period. I don't know. Even if Vegas, like say, or, or even a baseball the stars, team that's above five hundred. Even even yeah. if Vegas beats the Stars, uh, yeah. I, hold on, because I even if Vegas beats Dallas in this series, they're fifty fifty. Yeah, yeah, it's not fucking over. Well, it might as fucking well be. I disagree. I'm ready to do the dance. We've won four games in a row before. You're right. Did you're it right. last time we played you in the conference final? You're, you're right, Connor. No, I want you to drink just, your champagne just, over there. Just, you're, you're right. You know what? The Stars, they are going to win the next game because they want to celebrate in Vegas anyway. That's uh, fine. No, oh, we'll take because, that all day long. Yeah, because do that. The Stars play better when there's no fans in the stands. They prove that in the bubble. And God, the closest thing you can do that is Vegas' hmm. arena. Josh, I don't know. No one makes noise. Josh, I don't know. Did you watch the game at all last night? I watched the first period and then I called it. So you saw Mark Stone get his ass kicked after that. Hey, Connor, shut up for about ten seconds. I watched. I watched the very evident who on the ice is in a is in a hey 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 hey, your team your team lost your team lost so you should shut up. Um, listen, I don't know if you watched the second period at all, but. He's talking about no fans in the stands. The second and third period, shit, there was empty sections, let alone Ooh, empty seats. There was not because all of them started throwing stuff on the ice at the end of the season. Connor, also, empty, empty sections, empty you ex- sections. You expect to win with a, your one of your best players suspended? Yeah, how's yeah, that going to happen? I, I would say that Jamie Ben's productivity is a loss, but I think fighting in his rem- remembered spirit. Uh, is almost more powerful. He didn't he die. He might be a good <laughs> Basically dead. <laughs> suspended two games in the Western Conference Finals, down 3 nothing. He basically died. He didn't die. And he got suspended. He got, he got kicked out of the last game. That should count as one, at least. It didn't. It did. You're right. It was supposed to be a three-game suspension. Yeah, it's got a five-minute penalty. could only score one goal off it. Well, yeah. On our, on our goalie that has spurts of eight. I don't. I mean, I don't know if you know what the final score was, uh, but only one goal is all we needed. We just put three no, others on there. It's to count to four in Vegas, but it was pretty – Actually, it's not. You should check the, the jail. There's a lot of people who know how to count. They count cards. <laughs> <laughs> Has to be the wildest damn connection. I have one thing, one more thing to bitch Damon about, and we'll get into racing. But – it is so freaking insulting when I've given up on Tom Ricketts own own Cubs teams, and you send me a tweet saying it wasn't all bad. The Cubs won last night. The so shit. They're winning right now. They're great. Fucking awesome. <laughs> Two in a row. Two in a row. 
One, you, one you more like closer. It? One more closer to sixty and one hundred two. That's my target mark. Hey, you really should start celebrating for better teams. I can't say a whole lot on the baseball side of things, but I everything can. else, well, I'm sorry. I think the best sports entity I root for is Bobby Pierce. Yeah, because Chase Elliott's not very good right yeah, now. All my other teams suck. My my team is like having one of the first outstanding years in the last 10 years, and we're still second because we're in the same division as the Rays. <sighs> You're an Orioles fan? I am. God bless your soul. I, it's been a rough few years. Holy hell. You know every team in the AL East right now would be leading the AL Central? Correct. Okay, I didn't listen, know listen, listen. Let's back off the AL Central, all right? Oh, you no, know? we'll back the bus right over the top. Just, <laughs> just, because, just because the last place team in the AL Central is the Kansas City Royals does not mean you have to back it over them. Dude, reading, you know Dawson, right? Yeah. Reading Dawson's tweets about the Royals is so depressing. I quit tweeting about the I'm Royals. I'm just like, why do you why are you still watching? I quit tweeting about the Royals because they don't deserve my tweets. I will I will stay with the team and watch all 162, 82, whatever it may be. If what? I feel a sense that the owner and the people involved with the team are moving in the right direction. That said, I don't watch the Cubs right now, and I don't watch the fucking Lakers. They, LeBron ruined them for me. So. You can't watch the Lakers. I, yeah, the Lakers we're we're really on the brisk of not watching the Vikings, but we're still there for now. So. You should you should be on the brisk of not watching the Stars and celebrating a, a, a story. You know what? I won't have a that is the Vegas that Golden have Knights. a freaking Stanley Cup and, and got gifted their team by shitty expansion I won't have you guys talking crap to us. Hey, hey, don't hate the player. Hate the game. I don't bring up – learn history. That's all That's all I'm saying. What history? We don't have one yet. Exactly. exactly. We've got 17 times the amount of Stanley Cups Vegas has. And that's we'll fine. add Minnesota Wild, and we'll add the Seattle Kraken, and it's still 17 times as many. Why do you get the Kraken? Because it's you guys – Seattle and Minnesota, like the three most losingest programs in the NHL. Actually, that's not true because uh, Vegas has been in the playoffs every year that they've been in the NHL, except for like. I just one told or two. you about the shoddy expansion draft process. We need to talk racing. Well, this is your own fault. You brought this upon yourself. I know. I wanted. I wanted to do this. We had planned to do this. <laughs> I did not envision. Uh, my friends and I have ranked as uh, the lowest sporting event, lowest loss of my entire life. Well, I'm glad we could have a part in it. The two um, contenders for it was uh, Florida A&M beating Iowa State on New Year's Eve. Well, that's still rough. And uh, Jeff Gordon wrecking the Pepsi throwback car seven laps into my first race at Talladega, uh, in which I cried. <laughs> it was the Pepsi Challenger. Oh, what a great ride. I was crying. I hated that car. I was I crying hated and asking to go home in the top row at Talladega. Like... What an idiot of a kid I was. Still an idiot, but maybe a little bit smarter. I don't know about that. God, you're such a bandwagon. Stop it. A bandwagon? Yes, you're a bandwagon. Your team wasn't like them since what? day one. Did you, did you even since think about Vegas one. in 2015? What? What was what were the Vegas Golden Knights doing in 2015? Not a thing. Exactly. You're right. So I am no history, Knights, no fan, Knights fan from day one. I can say that. Exactly. 
Josh and I are in the same boat here. You should just jump on board before the ship leaves town. I, I will never cheer for the Vegas Golden Knights. Mark Stone's a bitch. Like, I hate All that. right, so uh, moving on anyway, because he is he can't control his own show. It's time for us to take over, <laughs> Josh. Uh, I, oh, uh, I've tried to move on like 17 we are We are moving on. It is a busy weekend in racing, and uh, it gets started with F1 in Monaco on Sunday. Oh, you are just a latest time today, aren't you? <laughs> Oh man! Oh, no. At least I get some like sense of joy out of this show. I can laugh at myself a little bit. Oh, I'm glad. So while we're on the topic, um, yeah, Red Bull one two. Um, Ferrari's gonna fuck up pit strategy, so one of them's gonna finish sixth instead of fourth. Player will DNF. <clears throat> uh, I don't know if Lewis or George will win. Maybe that's the biggest race of the weekend: is Lewis versus George to see who will finish fourth. How about the rumors Lewis to Ferrari? I did hear that. What a sellout. That'd be terrible for his fan base. They've preached how he's a a team guy from day one. Yeah, well, that's not true. I know. I also saw this. Do you remember when the the bigger problem was Lewis Hamilton fans? And it wasn't just like F1 fans are fucking stupid. Hey. Knock it off. I don't know. I, seriously, like, Lewis fans, like, Lewis as a person has never, I've never, like, harshly disagreed. Actually, I probably, that's probably a lie. That's a lie. He's either grown as a person or I've grown as a fan. His fans were always stupid. He was good. Now it's just all of them. What percentage of fans would you say? Of Lewis Hamilton fans that are stupid? Yeah. 100%. Okay, go fuck yourself. No, because they walk around <laughs> cornfields and they wait for you to find them in the maze and they stick their heads out and go, Lewis Hamilton would whip Jeff Gordon's ass. Who even is Jeff Gordon? All he does. I never said watch. that. All right, so I'll do 85%. I'll, I'll take it down just so Josh doesn't feel. Thank you. Doesn't feel obligated to be yeah. in, that, in that group. Yeah, I was trying to figure out why he was. Yeah, I was trying to figure out why he kept pushing me at it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense now. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So anyway, uh, F1, we've got that cover because no one's going to really give a damn because it's going to be the I'm same race that it always is. Well, actually, you know I'm, looking for? Early, but... I'm looking for them. I'm, I want to see if they have as big of a screw job as they had either last year or two years. Or I forget which one it was, but they started, they started the race and then it started raining. So they just started the clock and said, if this thing runs out, then we're done. That was last year. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Does not right. as big of a debacle than that, nor no. canceling an entire race weekend because it got too wet. Just speaking just speaking of that, uh, speaking of that four letter word that starts with R, um, is that still in the forecast for Indianapolis on Sunday? No, it never oh. was. I don't that, that I, I saw just, just Charlotte. Charlotte's the. I had seen that it was in the forecast for Sunday. Uh, chances throughout the day. I saw mostly sunny high of 83 Perfect. so for, for the record and we might be looking at different news outlets i don't know what you yeah vegas high of 80 now but it should be it's mostly cloudy now i don't know what you vegas fans let filter into your timeline but we we only look at the serious weather reporters i don't know yeah, you're, there's a guy you're that, bug. there's a guy that just does weather for indycar nascar race weekends like and he'll just monitor all of that He's cool. I wish What's I had his name. Him, but I don't know. IndyCar WX, maybe. <laughs> I have no idea, man. It's been 
It was something like that that I saw someone post about. Yeah, it might be NASCAR weatherman. I honestly, it's the guy with the cute graphics that you know he doesn't have a Photoshop account, but he does know what he's doing with the weather. That's you'll know when you look at the graphic. I'll try to retweet one tonight on the Always Raised It account. IndyCar weatherman. That's it. There you go. Underscore WX man. Hey. Look how close I was. So look, closer that's, than Dallas was to score a goal. That ain't no Dude. shit. Um, <laughs> he hit the post four times. What are you talking about? You hit the back of the net. Doesn't make you. Uh, doesn't mean it's gonna go. You have to hit the front of the net. One of those was the back of the net. The other thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's fine. All right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he, this is who I was talking about. He he said that there was possible. Um chances early but now it's gone completely out he said everything looks dry so look at this guy go love to hear that he he must have bitched out mother nature and been like look we can't have this i need i'm, I'm, we I'm telling out. work that i'm not showing up the next day if it rains out to the next day oh i would not either but guess what you probably don't have to work on monday no i, I have had, to work on tuesday i had a uh i had a teacher the, the race is on sunday isn't it yeah, but if it rate if it like postponed it go to Monday. Josh is to, a hell of a I have to drive back to where everyone's going in CR with Caleb oh, and then gotcha. I have to drive back to where I'm living. That's fair. That's fair. I had a teacher in uh, college and I, I just flat out told him I said if the Daytona five hundred is rained out and I'm not here Monday, you know where I'm at. And I FaceTimed into class. Yeah, that was before Zoom. Yeah, well, he didn't care about NASCAR. I didn't care about what he was teaching that day. But he was very comfortable with me. Skipping. Seems like a great trade-off. No, he, no, he taught me a, a crap ton. It was just, like, just heard a cat die in the hallway. I think <laughs> doing something. Uh, uh, but no, he was he was a great guy. Uh, whatever we were learning, he's like, you're really good at that anyway. Well. I, just, I remember I yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I got really lucky. I got really lucky with that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, so thoughts Indy 500 from our IndyCar insider Josh. Well, so my my oh, you, you just called, I said Josh. My opening thought was that you were going to be off the Zoom by now and I was I was going to have a snake draft draft your Indy 500 pick. Uh, and I was going to take Stefan Wilson as your number one. No, and then I was going to I was going to give you the sportsmanship award for having the, the best sportsmanship team put together. No, no, I am, I am here, I am here, I am ready to do a draft. <laughs> you were going to say, hear. I know exactly what you were going to say. <laughs> I wanted to hear what Josh has to say. I don't want to hear what you have to say. And since you can't run your show tonight, I'm going to. <laughs> He is taking the reins. You want to edit it too? No, you've got that. <laughs> He's doing the other work. I'm yeah, doing everything all. else. <laughs> My back's starting to hurt. I'm carrying go, the show. Go, go for it, Josh. I, I don't know. I don't have much to it. I'm, I, VK fast as usual. Polo fast as usual. Award fast as usual. Dixon fast as usual. I mean. This is the, the worst Indy 500 preview of all time. Do you what else? You're just let me ask you names this. and saying they're going for it. Let me, let me ask this then. I'll, I'll ask a question and see if we no, can get some I, thoughts I'm, here. What I'm trying to do, do Josh, think, is 
he's so good at being an IndyCar diehard. He would know those guys are always, always fast there. Do you think that we're going to see this thing? Because, uh, I mean, let's be honest, the race itself, except for occasionally outside the last oh, 20, 30, 40 laps of some of some of these races, can get really strung out, can get really pretty boring to watch for for a long time in that in that middle section damn it they're going 240 miles per hour listen for a second do you think because of what's happened with stefan earlier this week we're gonna see that be a little more strung out throughout this race i don't um this was quoted to Josh, but go ahead. He did, he did say this was a first. You st- oh, this has been the. I know we know you like to talk, but um, only they had I, one on Sunday. I, one hey, on Sunday, Connor, my whole week would have changed. Connor, I will ask you the same question when. Yeah, that's fine. Go, Josh. Go, Josh. I, I don't think so. I think it's going to be pretty similar to what it has been in the most recent years. For the fact, like, I think most of these drivers know that that is a risk especially coming to this track um as partaking that like stefan didn't really have much to do with that incident so it's not like he was being like careless or like it was a mechanical thing it was just like at someone else's fault so i don't think it's gonna adjust individual strategies i think everyone's got their name of the game planned out for the weekend i think they're gonna stick to it um I do think that most teams are going to try to short pit. I think, I think that's going to be the na- name of the game. Um, I know Ray Hall had lot, like strung it out the one year and it almost paid off. But if you look at every single year, the past three years, there's in the first hundred laps, there's always some incident around the time of caution where some like, if you string it out for too long, you're going to get yourself in trouble. Hence the whole Dixon scenario, two out of those three years. Mm-hmm. Connor. So now my question to you is Polo won the, won the poll. Okay. Does, does he find a way to get this year, get it done? Oh, you're asking for my picks. Not necessarily. No, I'm not asking. Uh, I, no, 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 no. I'm asking. Do you think? Do you think Alex Pillow is capable of winning this race on Sunday? So I've picked Alex Pillow to win the 500 last year. I picked him the year before uh, until he did that McLaren BS. See, censor myself now. Look at that. Look at personal growth in the episode. Right. Uh, I I don't know if my heart still lies with Alex Pillow, but or Pillow. I've heard his name pronounced so many different ways and it just gets my, I've, I've only, I've only ever heard you pronounce it that. Yeah. <laughs> you should go back, go back to the first Indy 500 he was in. Cause that's when I noticed him. I'm like, this kid's good. This kid will be something. Now I thought similar things to so, RV and it's a little, obviously different paths. So uh, you're answering the question. I, he's going to be in the mix for sure. There's absolutely no way he's not. Um, the biggest thing for him is getting into second comfortably so that you're not running in clean air and scrubbing all that fuel off. Basically the first hundred laps are 
until the first caution, until something happens that throws a wrench in everyone's strategy, it, it's the key to the race is not being out front for an extended period of time. So it's going to be interesting to see how he approaches that because I don't think he's really had to think about that in the past. I know he's led a couple laps, but we'll see what he does. Um, I'm interested in Connor Daly coming from what, 13th, 14th? Yeah, somewhere mid pack. Yep. 15th. Go ahead, Josh. Um, I will follow that up with saying that Polo has a big opportunity here and it kind of plays in his favor when you look at second, third, and fourth with VK, Rosenquist, Ferrucci, because they're going to want to be in front. Like mm -hmm. they want to be known to lead the Indy 500. So I think that's what Polo has the opportunity to save the fuel, like you talked about, because those dudes are going to want to be at front. We saw it with VK last year. We knew Ferrucci how he drives, like he's very aggressive. I think they're both going to be going as hard as they can. So I'll say this: my uh, this is why I love watching the Indy 500 is because I I enjoy seeing strategy play out. That's why I'm not a huge fan of NASCAR having stages. I get it, I understand it now, but I like it this because it's only natural cautions or no caution. Like there's no in between when it comes to this race and you're, you're getting strategy all the time. I mean, let's be honest is Alexander Rossi driving the car. He is today without, without him playing a strategy call to win his Indy 500. You know, does he get to stay at Andretti as long as he did? Um, Dan Walden's another prime example of that strategy call when he won his second 500. So it, it's a strategy type race. And I love, I love strategy type events because it does put the whole crew into it. Right. You know, we, we hear all these drivers say, well, the crew gave me a good car. Well, this is what is helping this part of it. You know, your, your, your strategist at top of the box has got a lot to work with this and, and your team's got a lot to do with it. I love the strategy play in this race. And, and I'm, I'm excited for that part of it. I mean, in the strategy is huge. Um, like, as you said, with Dan Weldon's second 500, like part of strategy is just being in the right place at the right time. And hot damn, he was there at the right. most unexpected um, moment, you know, uh, the most unexpected thing to happen. Anything can happen in this race because the speeds they're going. If they hit a rock in a corner, I mean, they might shelve the car and completely mm -hmm. wreck it. So it's super exciting from that aspect. And also just every IndyCar podcast you listen to, they, they talk about this race 365 days a year. Our, our yeah. guy Nick Yeoman is hosting a pre-race show and one of the main topics on their show is about Kyle Larson running the double in 2024. Mm -hmm. So we're already talking about the 24 500 and we're having, haven't even ran the 23 one. So they, all these teams think about this race, they watch film on this race and it almost always resembles itself because of how consistent of a product these cars are, but it comes down to on Sunday, if you can do all the things the past winners did and do them all perfectly and then get a lot of luck too. This is a question for either one of you and I'll, you can either one answer. Thanks for this, leaving it open. I'm, I'm leaving it open this time. Um, we have seen all this whole, whole time they've been out there last two weeks, whatever it's been. Uh, Felix Rosenquist has been bad fast. Okay. Does, does this play 
you know, you mentioned it, Josh, he wants to lead the race. Like he wants to be up front. Obviously strategy is going to play uh, indicator in that, but do we feel that this is a shot for Rosenquist to have the best chance he's had since he was in that 10 car? Yeah. I, I, I could, I think this, him being at McLaren is a better fit for the, him for that 10 car. Um, he's obviously shown speeds in the past, but as we've like known Rosenquist, he is known as the front row guy. Like he is mm-hmm. known to go out there and just out qualify his teammates every like consistently week in week out. When it comes to race time, he does have fall off. And I think that's where I'm not quite sure why, I guess it's kind of like a Ryan Newman scenario, essentially where Ryan Newman was kind of a bad, fast qualifier and just like those speeds never transitioned to race time. And I think that's how you are with him. So I do think he's got a chance. I mean, he's in, in my opinion, probably the best car in the field or the best team in the field, but it's, it's, I have yet to see it and I want to see it because I love McLaren. I love Felix. I want the best for him, but I haven't seen it yet. Fair enough. Sorry. I got irked when you said I love McLaren. <laughs> I'm going to be wearing, I'm going to be sitting in turn one and turn two wearing my Pato's word shirt. Loud and proud. I, I appreciate that. They promised Kyle Larson a seat in their car for the 2024 Indy 500. You know, you look at a guy and you take him for his word and he screws you 17 different ways. I don't know if that's going to happen. Maybe it won't. Maybe it will. Sure seems like it's happening. Uh, but I've also seen 17 other drivers promise to seat at McLaren and only two of them got it this year. Over last summer, everybody was promised to seat at McLaren. Are you talking about like between F1 and IndyCar? Yeah, every I'm pretty sure they were loaning out. Uh, they were talking about sending Rosenquist to the damn uh, Rosberg's extreme electric off-road series or whatever the hell that is. Yeah, it's hard to know. Until they got the third car thing figured out and, and said, oh, everyone we wanted and promised a ride to said they signed already because it got too late. And now we have a fourth car for this race. Yeah, and they might they might go for full time next year. There's some rumors surrounding that. So you never so know, you never know. So then they're running five. Then they're gonna run five next year, yeah. Andy. I, that's assuming that that would be that'd be wild. It wouldn't be the fourth. I mean, that's happened before. Oh, um, many I times. Right? Kind of. I think we. Oh yeah, that's happened before. But I think we've we've reached to a point, Connor. It's time to draft. I do have one message for all the haters that said Graham Rahal wasn't going to race in the 2020 <laughs> Indy 500, man, you know what to do. I won't even, I there's, an ast- there's an asterisk next to it. Don't even have to say, well, he's racing and I don't care. Chevrolet, Honda, Dreyer, Reinbold. Let's, let's be Rahal. honest. Like I told you, I am, I am a big Graham Rahal fan, but there is no guarantee he is going to actually be racing. It'll be a riding. You gotta have a fast car to race. I feel like if you're going over 200, <laughs> you gotta you gotta have a fast car to race. Connor. Ryan Reinbold's team is way faster than RLL this week. Obviously, but that doesn't mean the backup will be. It's fair. Now that I so I think the chassis finished like fourth in like the 2012 Indy 500 or something. 
Well, that chassis is old. Yeah, but it works. We know that. <laughs> In 2012. <laughs> or 11 years past the date. All right. I, I volunteer to go last. Are we doing a snake? Yeah, we'll go snake draft. So I got to go two in a row, right? Yes. Okay. Josh, you can pick first. All right. Damon, write this down and text me a picture. I, I was gonna say I'm gonna. I'm pulling out my paper, so. Um. I. Fuck it, I'll be biased. I'll take a award. Okay. Um. So then I am going to take. I'm going to take Alex Pillow. That's who I was trying to determine who I wanted to take. Him or award. So I got two picks. How many are we doing? Four? Yeah, we should figure that out before we start. Probably, but. You want to um, do, do four? Let's just do four. So 12. Let's just do four. Okay. That makes it a little less fun, but okay. To, 12 cars out of the 33 car field. Yeah, I mean, 18 would have been sick, though. Jesus Christ. <laughs> do we want to meet in the middle and do 15? Do five each? All right, let's do five. Go, O'Connor. You got two picks. Five picks. Total. I know. I'm on the clock. I'm not doing a good job of being on the clock. We know. It's a certain we still way got... about, about strategy here. We still got two other segments to get through this show on. Yeah, I got you. Um, I will take uh, Scott Dixon and Joseph Newgarden. Yeah. Okay. Good plays, kind of. Uh, um, let's see here. Give me Felix Rosenquist. Perfect. So I get two now. I will take Takuma Sato. He's got Pato and Sato. <laughs> and hmm. um, I'll just take. I'll take Rossi. Okay. Dude just drafted all of McLaren and acted like it was a formulaic way of getting there. Sato is Ganassi. Is the 11 car a Ganassi car? Yeah, because yes. it's, it's Marcus Armstrong, but he's not eligible for ovals. Gotcha. Uh, well, then I'm going with a Ganassi car as well, and I'm going to take Marcus Erickson. He kind of just slipped by me. Take, those take the damn defending winner, real tough one there in the, in the, in the third round which is surprising yes sir do we think caleb's gonna listen to this we'll uh, see. i don't know i want i kind of want to take mclaughlin just to spite him <laughs> are you gonna take him uh, i don't know yet um oh crap i had my for sure like i want this guy next and i forgot who it was this is embarrassing. This is worse than the hockey game almost. 
Oh my god, I just let these guys kind of there's, there's options. <laughs> there's a lot of options, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone can win this race. I probably should have thought of this before. Yeah, I didn't know I didn't know we were doing this until you said something. Uh, yeah, I didn't ruin you guys either. <laughs> no. Marco Andretti, that's another option. Are you taking him? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh I screw it. Uh Renus VK and Connor Daly. Two Ed Carpenter cars. I, uh, yeah. for a I good was looking PR. at VK. I, I, I like was, VK. I was thinking about it, but he 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 always does something. If if uh if VK was gonna be left on for this pick, I would take it. But um Mm, give me Santino Ferrucci. Damn it. <laughs> I like Santino a lot. Like I, I really think he's a great person. <laughs> what a what a hell of a story this would be to put AJ Foyt's car in Indy Victory Lane. That'd be cool. Right. All right, so I get two here. Final two picks. Yeah. I'm going to do it just to complete it out. I'm going to take Kanan as one of them. <laughs> and then... I got it down to two people. They haven't showed speed all weekend. But I don't know how good that car is, so I'm just gonna go ahead and take power. Damn. Um. Well, if you go with power, then. Um. Hmm. God, he's so good here. I'm gonna take Ed Carpenter. Whoa. He's third. He qualified 13. <laughs> he's always up front. I. It's so hard to not take Ed Carpenter. It's, it's so hard for me to like think Ed Carpenter is going to be fast because I watched that man in person at Iowa Speedway, and that thing was a boat anchor. Yeah, it's slow as shit, but when he goes to Indy, he finds he finds speed, and I don't know where. You really screwed me because there's no PR positive way I can pick Graham Ray Hall here. There is. It, would, it was if Josh and you took McLaughlin and Herta. But you took neither of them, and now I'm deciding between those two. Andretti. I don't even know what team this car is. Ryan Hunter. Which one? Yeah. I know they brought root insurance on really late. He's got that Mason Ziegler scheme. None of the sponsors show up. Isn't, isn't Ryan Hunter Ray with... Uh, the same team that Stefan Wilson was with, isn't he with Dreyer? Oh, probably, probably Dreyer, yeah, because they're yeah. 23 and 24. I think that he is. Dreyer Reinbold. Okay, I kind of feel confident. Can I, can I, pick, Sage, can I pick Sage Karam and win my own sportsmanship award? No. Okay. Um, I'll take Herta. Herta's really freaking good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to regret that because McLaughlin and Penske are probably going to be nails because Penske's always nails. 
Yeah, well, he's still left on the board total, but draft is complete. Good work, boys. It's crazy to think that no one drafted McLaughlin. I know. I It was either going to be him or I, I took Ed Carpenter as the – I want to still be uh, be recognized as a, a good son when I go to Indianapolis uh, in July. And so I figured if I take Ed Carpenter, if he doesn't win, people and I was just comparing person. I was just comparing credentials, and I was like, do I pick Ray Hall? Do I pick – McLaughlin and I, I was looking at theirs and they have the same resume. So they're pretty much the same driver. Um, so that's what led me to pick Herda. I'm pretty sure McLaughlin has more wins than than uh Herda? No, than uh Ray Ray Hall, Hall? Yeah. Uh they might they might both have three, but total like in IndyCar? Yeah. Doesn't Graham have like eight? Yeah, I'm pretty. Oh, I thought he, I thought he only had three. No, he won a bunch early in his career. No, that's Caleb's like glossed over thinking. Let's get into you. <laughs> Six, twenty-eight podiums. Also, Six wins. Is that what you said? Yeah, six career wins. Twenty-eight podiums and the best of fourth place in the points. Are we go? Are we moving on uh, to Coke Six Hundred? Moving on to the Coke 600. Hey, can I say something about this race real quick? Yeah. Chase Briscoe had a video drop on his Twitter today that said that the most underrated race on the NASCAR schedule was the Coca-Cola 600. We underrated? Took, we took the damn brickyard away. We basically have three crown jewels, four, I guess. Um, really depends on what you count as a crown jewel, because then we'd have five if I was counting them with Bristol Dirt being on the schedule. But... How the hell is a crown jewel underrated? No, that's a good question. I can't. Who's underrating that. the Coke 600? It's properly rated. It's a big race. Everyone knows it's a big race, and it did rock last year. It rocked because he decided to spin. Why don't you reply tweet to that video and <clears throat> see what he had? <laughs> yeah, I should do that. Good answer. <laughs> That'll look real great on your Twitter. It'll look Underrated. Great. It was great last year because he caused the caution, dude. Yeah, you you made it. You made it a show last year. No, no hate to Chase. I was watching him rip uh, rip around Millbridge before they got into this fence delay um, tonight. They got the feature going though. Cannon McIntosh in the lead halfway through. Good start for him. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So that's a hell of a schedule that series, that extreme outlaw series put together. Yeah. In terms of racing at cool facilities, small facilities, stuff like that, that you can do in a midget. Like they basically knocked it out of the park for midget racing, I think. But back to yep. 600. Go to the Coke 600. So thoughts on this one. Um, I mean, it's a nighttime race, so tire fall off is not going to be, be big at the end of this one. Early in this race, we're going to see a, I, I do not think who we see lead lap uh, lead lap 200 is going to be even in the top five when we get to the end of the race. Uh, do we think that the tire fall off could be potentially like how Texas was last year in the playoffs where we had continuous tire failures? Um, I don't think so. Um, I Because I think it's... I think we're kind of past that really 
in my opinion. I think we're past think what, it out? what oh, yeah, I think so. I think if we have tire issues, it's going to be because of heat more than anything. And in my opinion, but I could be wrong. Like I said, you know, I could, we could have can be completely wrong with the lap 200 liter um, as well. I mean, we've seen what three out of the last five years or three out of the last six years, the guy who's won the race has led like 390 laps or something like that. Like when MTJ yeah, but I, some of, most of those were five, and, how many of those were 550 package? I don't think it matters regardless. Yeah, no, it definitely freaking matters. You gotta be kidding. I could yeah. tell you, I could tell you it was probably, I don't even know if they ran through, through 550 at Charlotte. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think they did. It might have been 650. Remember. Whatever package it was, it sucked before the next gen car. Well, the next gen car you was couldn't only... pass the leader. The same guy led the entire you, race, and it wasn't because he was pass... dominating. You just couldn't pass him. You couldn't, you couldn't pass, pass the leader him. when they went four wide at the end for the win. Right. What year? Was it was it twenty twenty or twenty twenty one? Well, it wasn't 2021. That was the year that Larson kicked everybody's ass that night. Yeah, so it's 2020. It was it 2019 one... when Martin Truex dominated? No, those, no, was no, those are the seven. Yeah, I was going to say that was when he won his title. It was in the 78 car. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't subscribe to what was true about the race before these cars got into the conversation. I think it's way different. But in, like you said with the tire stuff, like – no one's cutting the edge that closely there. I mean, they're definitely cutting corners in other aspects of the car. That's why we've seen so many penalties this year. I expect them to keep doing that more um, in any facet uh, that they're going to put out there. But I, I assume there won't be that many tire issues. I assume it's going to be a good race. Ricky Stenhouse might top 10, top 10 there last year. Joe Gibbs was really good there last year. It'll be interesting to see how they do with kind of a. weren't that was, great. Joe Gibbs was not that good. They showed no. up at the end, though. They yes. that's what I that's what I'm thinking. It's going to be like that's this is going to be one of those races that someone's going to not really be a factor and be just let's, outside the. Let's not team. forget. Let's not forget that this was also the race that Larson had everything happen to him in the first hundred laps, 200 laps of this race where he wrecked, he was on fire. He was caught speeding. There was a pit road penalty on his team. I mean, they got sent to the back four or five times and he still drove to the front when nobody else was finding ways to pass. Yeah. So, you're asking for my, for my pick for that race. It's I mean, I think, I think when you look at this, it's going to come down to something similar and he really should have won the race anyway, because that thing should have stayed green when, when Briscoe spun, but he, he, he ended up deciding to keep it uh, uh, spun around and spun it off the wall instead. But regardless, Larson really should have won that race last year. And then, like Josh said, Joe Gibbs showed up at the very end. They tend to, you know, I, I think that's what's going to happen too, is I think you could see, see that again. But I also think you could see just pure domination by someone as well. I don't think you're going to be um, – I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know if we're going to see a Kansas type type showdown. Because I, one thing I do remember last year, like the race was essentially split up into five segments mm -hmm. and it was like one guy led the first hundred. And then 
I know at one point Suarez led like the next hundred mm-hmm. and like Busher led the next hundred. Like it was all space. Yeah. Each stage, I think there was a, the, it's four stages. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I makes like sense. For some reason, but I don't, I just don't. It makes sense. It's a 400 lap race. So you might as well break it up by each a hundred. Uh, no, pit- I would, I would go a hundred, a hundred and 200. Well, it's a, it's a, pit stop though guaranteed uh in between each stage you're guaranteed at least one halfway break in 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 the stage so um plus i i personally i would like to see it not be broken up but if we're if we have to do it then this is the way to go about it i guess plus then we don't have to see commercials during green flag laps yeah we'll see even even though we will I don't want to get into the the stage debate or anything, but like talking about what is kind of up with racing right now, like the all-star race being on Fox sports one was stupid as hell. I don't It always is. I know it, it's been, it was never on speed. Made sense to me. It was on speed before it was on FS one. I don't know if it's, it's never on. been, it's never been on the mainstream market, Connor. We got we got to give them some incentive to win it and some incentive for it to get. You, you want my you want my honest opinion to it? For the All Star, do you want to end it? Yeah. Why? It, it's run its course. There's not a whole lot of. It's not a, the pomp and circumstance behind it anymore. People aren't wrecking to win a million dollars. People aren't bringing home the steering wheel only if they don't win. I mean it. It's kind of run its course. Give these guys another off week. They need another off week in my oh, opinion. No, they don't. No, they don't. We cover the world of outlaws. They don't need another off week. All right. I personally feel like a part of it has to do with this car. I do too. It, it's expensive. And the parts are hard to come by. And like it's not back in the day when you could have a cot car and you could junk it and you're like oh well i got eight more back at the shop because you can't build your own stuff anymore right. it's all you have to buy everything right yeah well, i mean that's on those suppliers too i think they're very at fault here we go again that's on nascar the supply chain shortage has run its course we're done with that if your job is to supply nascar teams with these amount of parts, you better make sure there's plentiful amounts of them. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Why did we have to take it away from the teams in the first place? Right, so I, I agree, but that's the decision they made. If you land that contract to supply NASCAR teams with parts, freaking make them and make more than you have and make sure there's enough there for all of them. Make and sure someone racks that they're, they're supplies. Yeah, I, I think I, I do think blast, if I if I couldn't get parts in time for something, if I was in a situation like that, I would two thousand percent be in front of a microphone blasting that company. I I also don't think it has to do necessarily with supplies as well. Like obviously that plays a factor, but it's costing teams more. It's cost. It's all cost. Yeah, because before, like, think of it this way: you something breaks on your car. You pay a mechanic to fix it. You have labor costs, essentially, if someone Mm -hmm. else is to fix it for you. If you fix it yourself, it's going to be a lot less cheaper, and it's going to be a lot more familiar for these teams to be able to fix certain issues that come across because they're like, oh, we built this, so we know when something goes wrong, we know how to fix it. 
So level with me here just on, and I'm not answering your thing, but level with me a little bit. You guys wouldn't wreck, if you guys were driving a NASCAR, you wouldn't wreck someone for a million dollars. You're probably getting that a year easily and that million isn't going directly to you. Would you wreck a guy at the end if it meant that first place gets 10 playoff points and second gets zero? Um, I, that's we tough preach, to say. We preach every week that a win gets you in the playoffs. Well, a win gets you in the all-star race. So throw the winners, throw the poll winners, put all of them in the all-star race. That's those no, don't put the poll, why, why are the poll winners? The poll winners get the butch clash. Uh, they they don't need, need to be in the all-star race. You need more reason to put more people in it. You don't need to have more people. In okay. It. All right. I'll agree with you there. That's 24, 24 was enough for me. But you give, give the winner 10 playoff points. You know what? You know what the best. I would be okay with that. You know what the best all-star games when I was growing so it up becomes were? a pl- so you're saying it becomes a points race then? No, you, the winner gets ten playoff points. Everyone else gets zero. It's um, yeah. I'm just essentially saying that it's affecting the points essentially. Yeah, I mean you're getting a bonus, but the MLB did it for years. That home field advantage went to the All Star Game winner, and you know what All Star Game kicked ass until they took it away because people said it was stupid. The all-star game for the MLB kicked ass every year as appointment television if your team was good in baseball or if you were just a baseball fan. Now no one gives two hoots or hollers about the all-star game. They might watch the home run derby. They don't care about the all-star game. Yeah, I mean, I I could I could see it, but I also see the now you turn it into a points deal as well. So it's kind That's, of one of those. It's a bonus, just like one in the regular season's a bonus. You're right, but that's it's like winning a stage gets you a playoff. Point. You're that's, right. You're, that's, you're missing the point, though. Those are all making, points races. That's essentially making the clash a points race. Then I didn't right. say the clash was giving that out. Okay, but like, if you're gonna make the like, in my mind, the all star race is exactly like the clashes, except you get money. But it's not because you don't race your way into the clash. You just happen to be there. What? what how do you get in the all star race? You do you win, your, you win your way there, right? Yeah, you, you win your way through the, the open. Clash. Everyone you that do, is in the all-star race. You do do the same for the Bush Clash now. You do the same for the Bush Clash. Did Ross Chastain race in the last two Bush classes, Clashes? He Did he win a poll? But did he race in the last two Bush Clashes? Did he win a poll? I have no idea. If he did not win a poll, then he probably did not. Because they do do sure he in both of them. But I was just going to say, like, Reason there is heat rate. There is heat races now for it too. So, for I what? Mean, for the Bush Clash. Yeah, that's yeah. also I'm true. I'm not talking about the Bush Clash. Though. I'm talking about the All Star Race. You earn your way into the All Star Race. Everyone that's there earned their way there. So they earn their way in this essence, in this hypothetical. They earn their way for an opportunity to get ten playoff points for winning the All Star Race to make it worth something. Can I just say that the Bush Clash anyway is kind of ridiculous that everybody gets a chance on it, but it should be the poll winners. But going back to this argument, you should not be giving out points for an exhibition race. Correct. Does that make sense? It's like, Connor, let me put it this way. It's like if you're... If it was an exhibition, it would make sense if there was a 40-car exhibition race. It's like if you go to the spring training... Right, your team goes. Well, now it's the middle of the year. This would be an all-star break. Listen, 
You go in spring training because they're all exhibitions. You go to the spring training and they win. They're undefeated through spring training. You give them 18 more wins on their regular season total because of that. Yeah, that's the only way the Cubs will make the playoffs in the next five years. So I'm all aboard. That would make sense. You can't argue with stupid. I told you. Yeah, we know. Um, I I do think, though, it'll be an interesting race. Uh, I don't know. Are we drafting or are we not? Are we just doing picks? We can if you want. Well, it's up to you. I don't care. Don't matter. Do we want the loser to, which we got to think of something for the loser to do? I think I, you're the loser in this. I NBA. vote if Damon loses, he has to. I'll give you Logan Schuhart's number. You have to call him up and tell him who you are and that he sucks. That you think he sucks. I ain't gonna do that. Honestly, <laughs> we're not trying to ruin reputations. Make sure you let him know we're recording this the podcast. This we're will totally on you more than me. This is yeah. New Logan fans are listening. That's the inside thing with me and Damon. He doesn't think Logan sucks. I don't. Just thinks Jacob is Jacob Allen is miraculously way better. Not anymore. Better enough year. to mention it every time we brought it up for a month. A yeah, month. last year. Now I know, I it's just so funny to me. I can't even say the same thing. It's, just, it's not. It's like it's just the most middle of the road like hot take someone could have, and Damon kept bringing it up. It was true for a moment. I hated it. All right. All right. We got to get moving because I got to get going. So let's get a uh, let's get some a decision made. Are we drafting or are we just picking? I w- I'd be down to draft. Let's draft then. All right. Same order. What? <laughs> I got to go last again? I'll yep. still do the whole damn thing. It's fine. Okay. Um... Fuck it. I'm going to take Larson. God damn. Yeah. Right. <laughs> can, I make... tra- can I trade you for my first? I'll trade you two picks <laughs> and we'll go off average finish. <laughs> I will trade you my first and second pick. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Then I'm going to go with uh, William Byron. I was going to say, I let you guys take Pillow and Dixon. So I was going to pass on this hanging fruit. Can no. I pass on this and get an extra pick for the 2024 Coke 600? <laughs> no. <laughs> this draft sucks. This draft does suck. Who'd you take? <laughs> I took Byron. Uh, you, gonna... I was thinking about Byron. Oh, man. Um... Yeah, fuck it. Chase Elliott. Well, Hendrick is going to be very happy with this podcast. <laughs> you get a second pick, Connor. Oh, thank you. Love that. All right. And you guys are going to pick him for sure. Okay. <laughs> we got to put this graphic out somehow with the order. I'm going to take Bowman. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> The other, the other three made sense. This one, not. So this much. one does not make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> he there last year. Hey, so does, and he's does back. This... He's gonna have his own commercial. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Haven't you guys heard? Bowman's coming back on something. No, they're oh gonna, they're gonna do the commercial as Chase Elliott's teammates back. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> um, um, let's see. I'll go with Denny Hamlin. Fuck! I was hoping he was gonna fall because well, I'm gonna say sucks to suck. I'll trade you Denny Hamlin. Has been way more entertaining than the Indy 500 draft. <laughs> hey, hey, I will trade you Denny Hamlin if you give me Kyle Larson. Oh, that's a good trade. Look at that one. I will trade you Byron and Hamlin for Larson. <laughs> Are we still doing an average finish? No, and then your next pick as well. <laughs> the problem is. 
I was gonna. My race pick was gonna be Hamlin. <laughs> That's so, fine. We, well, we haven't. Hey, listen. My race pick. Anyway. My race pick was going to be Larson. So, let's just make it a fair trade, and we'll go one for one. You can have Hamlin, and I'll take Larson. Deal. Don't do that, Josh. It's a good deal. The dude's the dude's running momentum. I can't. It's a good deal. He did not <laughs> lose last week, by the way. I just want to point that out. Larson did not lose last week in any of the three races he ran. Correct. <laughs> Uh, How no, bullshit was that that they didn't even mention <laughs> that the sprint car race he won was the high limit series sprint car race? Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was stupid. Um, I mean, like, you don't just run random races. I'm going to take Bell. Okay. And, hmm. No, nah, he'll be later. Uh, fuck. This one's a lot harder. Yeah. I will take... Uh, he hasn't been fast, though. I was just going to tell you guys about this one being harder. I disagree. Just a lot more can happen in 600 miles. Than... Right. Um, fuck it. I'm going to take Suarez. Damn. All right. Uh, give me Kyle Bush. All right. We're going to five? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Running a risk there. I will go. I don't know why I don't want to pick Kevin Harvick, but just for the sake of the podcast, we'll move on. Bubba Wallace and Tyler Reddick. Damn it, I was going to take Reddick. That was one of the – that's who I was talking about who said uh, he hasn't been fast lately. I was going to take Reddick as well. Uh, MTJ. Okay. I'm going to take Busher. How's the Busher? Oh, jeez. I look like a ghost. Yeah. And I only, he was going to be my little last round pick, but I guess it doesn't matter which order I do them. Mm hmm. I don't know if I'd take the guy that you were deciding for your fifth pick over the two that you're debating for your fourth one. What? I don't, I don't want to tell you how to draft. I, I got nothing for that answer. <laughs> I don't think he understood what I meant. Did I, did I do it the opposite way? My bad. Dude, this is tough. It's hard and because trying, the Fords suck. I'm trying to not milk this out, but like I'm going through every single number in my brain and I can, oh, uh, Logano. It, what you can do, Josh, is think of a good punishment for the loser. <clears throat> um, 
Man, I don't want to pick a Ford because they suck, but I kind of have to at this point. Unless I really, really want to go against my ill will here. Jesus? I, no, not Jesus. <laughs> not Jesus. The uh, the watermelon the ball. Yeah, I was going to say the counteractive to Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I should do that or not, but I can't do it. I cannot physically do it. Give me Ryan that's, Blaney. That's who I was trying to think of. And I, cause I was running through numbers in my brain and I came across Sindrek and I was like, Oh, Blaney. And then I was like, wait, Legato's still available. Yeah. I'll take Ryan Blaney. You guys made this easy as hell. Ricky Stenhouse. <laughs> yeah. So, we, so easy. I'm laughing because we left the points leader on the board, which is fine. Cause fuck him. What points leader? Chastain. Ross he, ain't Chastain. No, he ain't got no wins this year. He is the points leader. I get it. I get it. <coughs> you put him in a grid like they should be in. He's not. I don't, Connor, it doesn't matter. Points no, are still it's, points. It's just like back in the day, ESPN, For that, the NBA standings as divisional standings, and that's not how you decide the playoff. If you really cared that much, he is second in the playoff standings behind William Byron. So, who? Chastain. He has zero wins. I'm looking at him in the playoff standing points. Ten. He is okay. How many winners do we have? Think about the think about the stage points. Yeah, that's fine. He doesn't he doesn't no, care about points. points unless it comes with uh, outlaws. He doesn't give a shit about points. Care about the playoff grid. All right, we gotta wrap this up here. Thanks. Does he have Let's that many? Does he have that many playoff points without any? Yes, that's great. Yes. yes, lucky son of a. Yes, bit. he does. Just didn't listen. <laughs> He's got five top fives, six top tens, and five stage wins. Five stage wins. Okay. The only person who has more stage wins is William Byron. He has six. You're looking at stage wins. You're not looking at playoff points. You get point playoff points for stage wins. You get one. Every win that you get, you get five playoff points. So every driver with two wins is automatically ahead of them. You're every right. driver with one but win is tied that's with not, That's not how that works. That it's is by, how that works. It's by the regular season points. So he gets the tiebreaker over uh, In the playoff, them. you would get 15 points if you are the regular season champion. I don't envision Ross Chastain being there at the end of the regular season. You can come back to this clip if you yes, want. But if he I'm finishes second in the points, just he will get the tiebreaker. Like you will when the playoffs come. He, he is. He is second when the playoffs show up. He is second in the playoff points. Because he's when currently the, the regular up. season late leader. That's it. Holy shit. <laughs> I didn't expect you of all people to throw Ross Chastain propaganda. I don't like onto my either. show. <laughs> onto my show, Damon. But the Vegas thing, it's all making sense now. I don't like him either, and I don't like doing this. Like it is burning my ass to <laughs> do this, facts. but it's facts. <laughs> if it wasn't fact, I wouldn't do it. You can't argue with facts. You threw I a clause in contract. You threw a clause in contract, and you arguing it like it wasn't there. Look, I cannot stand Ross Chastain. I cannot fucking stand the man. But facts are facts. All right, move on. All right, moving on.
on to uh let's see what do we got world of outlaws and that's about it can't remember oh, what else time. we got going on they're at atomic um pavement sprint cars a whole with lot that. of time Little 500 uh, running at Anderson. Always a cool event. Um, some of the that guys are running over. Are you going? Uh, most likely. Awesome. That'll be so uh, much fun. We'll have boots on the ground. Can you send videos to me so we can post on the ARD Twitter of all the drunk people in the stands? You want me You want me to record the drunk people in the fans and not what's going on in the track? Yeah, that sounds oh. about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to take away to the awesome job that Flo does. If I go, if I go, I'll take videos. I love it. Lucas is in action this weekend, as are the World of Outlaws Late Models. Um, Both those tours with really good points races going on. Um, Uh, Lucas is down at Wheatland. They're like uh, about an hour and a half from where I'm currently at. Yeah, show me 100. So it is. It's a big race weekend down there. Starts tomorrow night, actually. Tomorrow night for a, I think it's a $5,000 to win race tomorrow night and a 5000 to win on Friday and then the twenty or 50000 to win on Saturday. 50 on Saturday. It's their first, like, big crown jewel of the year. Um, it is. I, I want to go down there. Sometime it's not an Indy 500 weekend, I will. But it's it won't ever be that. I was going to say, it's never going to change. Um, I'll go. To, I'll get down there some year with Chris. Uh That'll be fun. It's the first uh, playoff cutoff race for the Lucas Tour. Yeah. So, fifteenth and sixteenth are separated by like two hundred fifty points. Yeah. So it's the cutoffs happened. The cutoffs happened already. There's no, uh, there's no dramatizing uh, anything about that. I don't even know if that's a word. It's not. It's dramatizing. Thank you. Uh, All the people that were ticked off that it's a playoff format. It's not, it's just a way for the top four guys in points to race for 200 grand at the end of the year. Eldora's least historical crown jewel race that pays the most money of the three, but they got three now. Lay models. They got three. They got three. Uh, I'll be watching both of them all weekend. Excited for the outlaws. Uh, you know, can Donnie keep this? I feel like there's been a crap ton of debates this week on YouTube, on Twitter. It, Damon, you you tell it to me straight. Can Donnie win the World of Outlaws Championship? And should we even be talking about it right now? Um, I think I said this on Sunday night too. He's got to win a few more races to really cement himself in a shorter in a shorter time span yeah yeah he's he's gotta he's gotta put together a really good summer before knoxville last year when he got to knoxville and won there in the nationals he went on a tear i think he didn't finish any worse than like 10th for a while or even i think fifth for a while there like there's this three-week stretch where he finished top five every week um but or every race but he's got to he has got to put together a few more wins Two right now is big, um, but if he can go and run top three, get podiums the next two two nights for him, uh, you go next weekend, maybe steal a win somewhere along the way, I wouldn't be opposed to talking about him being in the championship hunt, but he's got to put together a big, consistent run here through the month of June. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, it's going to be tough. You know, you look at, look at Brad's sweet stats. 
mm-hmm. like the last three seasons. And well, look what he did last year. I yeah, mean, with the lack of wins last year to how many times he finished outside the top 10, and it was it was all consistency last year. That and, was it. Uh, that, uh, that stat um, was brought up by Justin Fiedler uh, from Dirt, Dirt Tracker this week. Uh, how many times, I don't know the numbers on the dot. This is bad journalism on my part because I'm just recalling stuff. But however many times Brad Sweet finished outside the top 10 last year um, in his championship season, in another championship season for him, I should say, uh, was how many times Donnie has already finished outside the top 10 this year. Either that or it was close. I'm pretty sure it was the same number. If I got that wrong, my bad, guys. Uh, That's like, that's a hole to dig out of. And the only way you do that is getting wins and doing well when Brad doesn't do good or David doesn't do good or Carson Macedo doesn't do good. I feel like it's a four-horse race. Yeah, I agree. So that's interesting to me. Anytime you can say it's a four-horse race because – Seriously, there's not a lot of racing series in the country that you can pick out four guys at the midpoint of the year and say that's how many have a legitimate shot at the title. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still think it's a three three person race right now, but uh, um, so you're not you're not counting Donnie in as a fan. Not yet. I love Donnie. I mean, I'm wearing, fan mentality. I'm wearing a Donnie shirt right now. Yeah, yeah. No, but can but, Vegas win the cup? Yeah, they can. I'm surprised you said But they're a lot they're a hell of a lot closer than Donnie is to winning the championship right now. <laughs> that's so that's fair. Um I I, would, I don't know. I would say both of them are five wins away. Yeah, I doubt that. <laughs> it's a stretch, but it is a stretch. If Dallas um, can win the next three, that only comes more true as the weekend passes. Yeah. Especially I just, if Donnie uh, sweeps atomic somehow. If he sweeps Atomic, then then he can be in the conversation. He's, um, if he sweeps Atomic, should we make Shots Mania shirts? I would be behind it. I would buy one. I might just make one anyway. I think you should. I've never seen anyone do that. And again, this could be like something that I saw when I was eight years old, and I'm like thinking about it. Be. I've never seen a Shots Mania shirt. I would buy one. All right. I'll work on it. All right. But yeah, loaded weekend. Everyone's in action. I think motocross even kicks off this weekend. So everybody is racing. That's what happens. We talked about the Indiana thing um, with da- or with sorry, Damon and I were talking to Dominic Selzy about it. The people commenting on our Facebook, like, guys, you gotta. We did not talk logistics with the world of Alice people. <laughs> we did not talk logistics with the Indiana racetracks. We were. Simply suggesting that on a surface level, we wish the World of Outlaws were racing in Indiana in a track close remotely to IMS. All we were saying. Yes. Yep. Um, I think that's usually what we talk about when we talk scheduling on here. There's always logistics about stuff. There's always like, did you see uh, Damon that tweet today from Stafford Speedway saying that they reached out to NASCAR about getting a truck race there? And I did not see NASCAR that. NASCAR said they were not interested. Why wouldn't she be? That's a great speedway. Why wouldn't she be? So I'm glad you asked. Logistics, you got to understand all of the pit crews are affiliated with a cup team. 
Yeah, but they did it. They've done it before where they do. I know, but they, they only it's have tough. a certain number of standalone races because you got to almost hire in extra help for those races if you're not a team connected to others. How many standalone what truck races do we have anymore? We we got to get Joey. Not I don't think too many, but we got to get Joey Gase back on here to talk about who he hires to for his pick crew. That's I I just I think. He, I get it. You got to hire people out, but at the same time, like get these smaller quote unquote series back to some short tracks. Trucks should be racing on short tracks. In my opinion, anyway, they're a lot of fun to watch on a short track and surface level. I would be like, okay, we'll give the Xfinity teams 5% more and the truck team is 5% more and take 10% away from what the cup series gets in the collective bargaining deal. That's a lot of money moving around and there's no way for me to justify how that would work for any three of those series. But when the top series gets 90 and the second one gets six and the third one gets four, you're kind of sitting there like, what the hell? But again, all of this is logistically there's stuff we aren't looking at and there's stuff you aren't looking at. And obviously we're going to try to make the most sense of that for people listening to us, for people reading our stuff. But at the end of the day, there's a reason it is how it is right now on a lot of these deals. Wish we could fix it, but I can guarantee you there is not a single person listening that jumped on here thinking that we were going to be the logical ones. So I don't think there's probably not one that was looking for an answer to the collective bargaining debate going on in NASCAR right now either. Yeah. I am interested that that seems to have kind of stalled out momentum wise too. Yeah. Seems like the TV deal is figured out, but the, the teams are, uh, the, the teams want the no debate is what's hot now. Yep. Conversation for another day. Cause we could go on and on and on about it. Absolutely. Well, I think we're good. Josh, are you good? Uh, yeah. Josh, don't say crotch out to the camera like that. The YouTube people are going to get, can't be doing that. Um, I mean, it's not out. I, no, I'm man, just I, got, I got a blanket no. on. We're chilling. That's a blanket. I just wondering what kind blanket. of pants he was wearing for the past 15 minutes. Do they yeah, look kind of comfortable, though? They you look like Cubs pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Thank you guys uh, for listening. Thanks uh, for a thousand subscribers on YouTube. Appreciate it. Check out the Always Race Day YouTube if you haven't. Uh, go buy a shirt if you want one. We got some that say late, late models suck. Uh, we've got some that are not necessarily offensive to one subsection of the dirt racing community. Uh, they're on our pin tweet on Twitter. They're uh, at our website too. Just check that out. Uh, let us know what you think. Comment on here. Comment on YouTube. Comment to our Twitter what you want to see, uh, what you want to hear us talk about, and uh, we'll be with you all weekend. It's going to be a damn fun weekend, kick off of summer. Let's go watch a damn Indy 500, finally. Appreciate you guys.